This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. I got a brand new book out by a local author. It's already in pretty good reviews. Talking with the author, Jessica Rubin, Rubinkowski. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. So, uh, so this book, this is The Bright and the Pale, just came out last week. And um, I guess, you have you been working on it for a, for a long time? Well, uh, I've been trying to get traditionally published since I was 18, but this book I wrote in 2016. All right. Nice. And so it says uh, that it is part of a duology. So um, have you also been uh, working on the second book as well? Or are you just, uh, uh, is it just kind of like, you know, a process? You're trying to get that one uh, published. Uh, my, my second book is currently with my editor for a second round of edits. So it's done. It's been done since early last year so, or early this year, rather. So. All right, cool. So, so the bright and the pale. Uh, somebody uh, goes, they buys it, they pick up a copy of it. What can people expect? What is the book about? Essentially, it's about a girl, a seventeen-year-old girl, who has to lead a group of thieves to the mountain that killed her family uh, to win her best friend's freedom. All right, that sounds interesting. It sounds really good. So. Um, so what were, what were some of your inspirations for this, uh, for this story and, uh, how, how interested, um, have you been in, uh, in writing stories, um, in, uh, in writing anything? Well, uh, with the first question, with the inspiration, it actually came from something called the Dyatlov Pass incident, which is a event that happened in the Ural Mountains of Russia, where nine experienced hikers went up, which should have been really easy expedition, but they never came back down. And uh, when they finally found their bodies, like I think it was something like three months later, they all had mysterious injuries and their bodies were full of radiation. And you know, no one really ever knew what was going on. And a lot of local myth blamed the mountain that they were climbing. Like it's, its name in the native tongue is literally translates to death mountain so i started thinking you know what if what if a mountain could do something like that what would be happening in this place that would make that sort of thing happen so basically that's where the concept came from because in the very beginning of the book um a curse is unleashed on a village and freezes everyone in an unbreakable sheet of ice so that was kind of where that inspiration came from and then as to writing, um, I think I wrote my first story in second grade. I've always kind of loved telling stories. My parents always tell, told stories. And so as I got older, I realized I'd really love to do um, traditional publishing, which basically means you have to get a literary agent and then the literary agent takes it to the editor at a big publishing company. And uh, then your book gets put in all sorts of stores and on Amazon and stuff. So that's basically the route I chose because self-publishing to me seemed very hard. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, it sounds it it sounds like a yeah, an interesting process there because um a, a lot of what I cover on this show is a lot of uh, theater, something I'm very uh, I know a lot about. But you know, I I took a playwriting class, uh, but I I don't think I've ever yeah I've never 
written an entire book. And um, so, and I can imagine, you know, putting on a show without, um, you know, without a company or, you know, just putting on yourself is, I'm sure is probably a similar uh, experience, but I, I'm interested in the process of actually, you know, going through and um, you told a little bit of, a bit about the uh, publishing going through uh, in a literary agent and everything, but, but what was the process of writing a book like? Because I, I really, uh, because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to me because it's not something I've uh, really gone through. So what was your experience writing this book? So let's see. Uh, the Bright and the Pale is actually my sixth novel I've ever written. Um, mm -hmm. The five before it obviously did not get published. <laughs> but basically what I, I do, I'm something that people call a pantser in the writing universe, which basically means you sit down and you wing it. You go by the seat of your pants, um, as opposed to a plotter who sits down and makes like a synopsis and breaks down the book into several different things. Um, so I basically have a few scenes I know I want to reach, a few lines that I know I want to uh, say. But other than that, I just kind of try to connect the dots. So I come up with my characters and kind of let them make the decision is kind of how my process goes. That's not how a lot of people do it, but that's me. <laughs> No, that's all right. No, that's 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 interesting. And when you say talking about the characters making their decisions, so are the characters are are you kind of thinking of the characters as you're um thinking of certain things, like you said, certain lines and scenes that you want to go together? Uh, or so do some of those characters just come out of that uh, writing process as well? Yeah. So to write a book for me, I always have to have the main character. I spend mm -hmm. an ordinate amount of time looking up names that I feel like will fit that kind of stuff. And then um, with the scenes that I know I want to write, I kind of come, I kind of start like where I want the character to end because you always need your character to grow and develop or else it's kind of a boring book. No one really wants to see someone succeed all the time. <laughs> so, you know, you take the end result and what you want them to end up at at the end. And then you kind of make a foil to it. And that's where they're going to be at the beginning. And so basically I kind of make that decision first. So for a character for me always comes first um, and everything else sort of falls into place behind it. Nice. That's awesome. So, so you're, uh, so the book is out now, uh, came out about a week ago and then um, you are, you are in the process of uh, uh, the, the, like you said, the next edit of the, uh, of the next book. And um so do you have anything, I'm sure you got plenty of ideas uh, in your head uh, about things you want to write about. Do you have anything specific? Of course, you don't have to reveal it or anything, but I mean, you have anything specific you're thinking of after this uh, duology of books? Yeah. So I've actually been currently working on three different projects. Uh, mm. Right now, my book, my current book is for teens. It's a young adult fantasy, uh, but I kind of wanted to branch out into adult just because you know, new new field to tackle. And um, I definitely tend to uh, veer more towards horror. That is definitely always sprinkled into my books. And my agent has really encouraged me to try and write a horror novel for adults. So that's one of my projects I'm working on. And I'm also working on another young adult that is kind of after the event, like all the flare up of interest around Bridgerton uh, on mm. Netflix, it would be something similar to that, but it's told completely in letters. So that's been a really fun and challenging thing to work on. I kind of want to bring something new and fresh into the young adult sphere because a lot of books have been similar, same recently. So I like trying to come up with a unique idea that will keep people entertained. 
Great. All right. Well, that sounds good. We're looking forward to it. In the meantime, uh, The Bright and the Pale is available several places. Get it through Amazon, um, both digitally and as a hardcover, um, different places as well. Um, where can people get more information about you? Do you have a website? Do you have I, a... Uh, it will be jessicarubinkowski.com. So pretty easy to remember. Okay. And Just... uh, I also am on the HarperCollins website for under Rubinkowski. Nice. All right. So make sure to check out her website. And that book is available now on Amazon. Are there other places where you can get the book? Is it available? Yeah, it's um, uh, at Barnes and Nobles, uh, indie bookstores, book depository. I mean, pretty much anywhere you can buy books, it should be there. Oh, and not as well. All right. Awesome. That's cool. Great. Well, make sure you guys look out for that. That is in several different stores, websites, and check out jessica's website as well thank you so much for joining me i think we'll definitely be doing this again sometime soon cool thank you thank you it is let's talk arts and entertainment on wmay